Hello and welcome back to the Make It Same podcast, the podcast Breaking the Sigma. I just want to start off by just saying thank you so much for everyone who subscribed to the podcast over the last month and the amount of listeners which have tuned into the episodes. I'm honestly just like overwhelmed. So yeah, thanks again for all your support. And on this week's episode, I'm joined by the CEO of the Free From Food Awards. And I've been wanting to have Cressida on the podcast for a while now. I think people within the community would be aware of the Free From Food Awards, but they might not be aware of her upbringing and story and how she got introduced to kind of Michelle, the founder, but also like Cressida's like insights into the Free From Market it was just so insightful. And the importance of what it is for brands to be part of the Free From Food Awards. And I didn't realize the amount of feedback they get from that as well. So yeah, it's great to have Crested on the podcast. I think it's going to be super interesting for those with allergies, but even if you don't have allergies as well, to get a deeper understanding. So yeah, and quickly, just before I jump into the episode, the podcast is sponsored by Good It's Gluten-Free. And it's great to have them board the podcast. It's a completely free from brand, free from tree nuts, peanuts, gluten, milk, egg, and sesame. And they do these incredible meal kits and wraps. So I had the fajita hit kits the other day, and that was absolutely delicious. And they also do different cuisines like katsu curry. And they've just become available in Asda. So yeah, make sure to check them out. I'll leave a link in the description below. And like I say in every podcast, grab yourself a cup of tea. Let's jump straight into it. Cressida, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. How are you? I'm very well, thank yeah. you. How did your journey in? Did you say you're originally from London? Um, uh, no, I grew up in Hampshire and then I li- lived in London for about 20 years and then I moved back out to Hampshire again when I um, had my son. Oh, you probably know it better than me then. Like, I've been here about seven years now. Okay. But anyone who has not come across kind of yourself and kind of Free From Food Awards, would you like to do a bit of introduction to yourself? I'm, I'm the CEO of the Free From Food Awards. Um, I've been in this position for about the last four years, three years and before that, I was I, I worked since two thousand and eight for the Free From Food Awards as a sort of administrator and then sort of manager, and and I've worked my way through and up, and um, I'm now the head honcho there. Amazing. If we go back to kind of the very very kind of beginning of of your story, whereabouts was you brought up? Uh, so I grew up in Hampshire. Uh, my dad was a teacher at a boarding school, so uh, my siblings and I all went to the boarding school. And we lived in the school grounds, so it was a very nice, sort of uh, sunny upbringing. Is this through your secondary school, the whole secondary school? It was school? the whole way through from, you know, from when I was oh, born wow. all the way through until the end of school. This is what, the boys and girls? Or yeah, was it mixed? yeah, mixed boarding school, oh, really? yeah. Yeah, it was good fun. It was a pretty charmed upbringing, so I was very lucky. Yeah. Whereabouts was that? Was that outside of Hampshire? Uh, it was in Hampshire, um, yeah. in, a, in a little village. Did you know, at, like, when you was young, kind of what you wanted to do? No, not a clue. And I, I think I still don't really. Uh, there's a part of me that wants to kind of be, um, I don't know, a gardener or uh, I don't know, something else. But um, so, yeah, but I, I love, you know, I love what I, whatever I've done in life. I've really enjoyed it. So I feel very lucky, but I don't really know what I want to do. You see, do you gardening on the side now then? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So work you're doing now, did you always have a passion for kind of change or did that come a bit later on? I... I think I always enjoyed, I've always enjoyed communicating. So one of my favorite um, jobs has been a waitress and or bar work or, you know, where you get to talk to people and meet people. I just find it fascinating. I find communication incredibly interesting. The way that you can miscommunicate, the way that, you know, when you make a connection with someone, it's it's incredibly moving. I think that's something that's always sort of inspired me um, to do the jobs that I've sort of fallen into or chosen to do. The job I had before working for the Free From Food Awards was in uh, conflict resolution, peace and conflict resolution. And that was an amazing experience. I mean, again, I was administrative assistant, um, but we were we did courses on nonviolent conflict and things like that. And it, that's Was there any about... key learnings from that in regards to when someone could be quite agitated or angry, how you kind of <laughs> get peace and calm in that situation? I, I'm not, I, I can't, one thing I remember specifically was the idea that that it's not on it's not on us to impose our values on other people. I think, and if you if you if you come from sort of an underneath curiosity about what their situation is, then you'll always learn something that sort of that um, like dissipates the anger and dissipates the aggression. I mean, obviously yeah. it doesn't always work and I'm not talking about actual sort of fight, hostile yeah. situations, but just if there's a conflict, there's often a, a place of defense that the other person is standing in or acting from. Um, and if you, listening, I think listening is obviously key. If you listen to someone long enough, you generally start to understand their story. And if you understand their story, 
you understand so much more about or resonate more with are. them yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah have you read the book how to win friends and influence people no i know but i haven't read it no yeah no that's super interesting about like conflict and like i think one time it, he had this like i think a ballroom and and, and they the put the rent up and stuff and it was like too expensive and um i think one thing is like he always took interest in that, that person and what was going on around them or find out what is they, they pr- pride themselves on and yeah it's interesting if you can kind of get show interest it's amazing how like people can then open up and, yeah. and kind of express themselves but yeah, yeah i always love that book kind of thing i think that's a really that's a really key point and it's something that was i was taught very recently i did some mentoring with um someone who was just really brilliant and she said and i've always had a problem going to shows because because at the awards we are yes we are selling our our awards but we've never wanted anyone to enter because they feel like they should enter. It's always entering because you want to take part in a competition, which is going to be fun and interesting. Part of the community as well. Like yeah. It's incredible. Like trying to get like-minded people like yourself who understand you and yeah. been through the same experiences and a great way to kind of connect with new people. Yeah, definitely. And one of the key things that this, this person said to me was if you go in and tell people that you are running a business, they'll switch off. You go in and you ask people what their story is. You go in and you say, what do you do? What do you want? What are you looking for? What's your dream? And I, the first time I went to a trade show with this attitude of asking people questions, I had the best time, so much better than coming from that place of, but I want to tell you this and I want to, you know, tell you about my awards and I want to tell you why I'm great. Um, and actually yeah. going, so what makes you tick? Why are you, you know, why are you... And what's people your... resonate with you more as well for you understand yeah. why someone is the way they is or what is their why. Yeah. It's more, much more interesting than being like, well, I've got this product, which is great, but I want to understand like you as a person kind of thing. Yeah. And, and all of that for me explains why we, we have been, well, people are shy, you know, because they're afraid of they're afraid there's a defensiveness and yeah. a fear and things and if you can kind of break through that in yourself and in other people then you you can communicate in a much more positive way what's your link to allergies then it was it was it through the kind of the, the free from food awards um yeah well i so i so i was working for this conflict resolution organization and then i gave birth to my son and i had maternity leave and uh, i was working in old street and i was living in camden and the best piece of advice my mother-in-law had was if you if you don't have a career path that you need, so you don't have to go back to Old Street and commute for, you know, an hour and a half every day, get a job nearby where you live so that you can leave your kid with a childminder and then come back and it's a five minute walk. So yeah. I went to the Ham and High and I found a, an advert um, that sounded very suspicious. It, it sort of, it said, uh, looking for a um, subscriptions manager for a, for a pamphlet. So I had all these kind of ideas in my head of what it might be, be, but it was, you know, I was paying a decent wage. Yeah. So I went along and uh, I didn't look back, you know, it turned out to be Foods Matter, um, which is a magazine about allergies, food allergies specifically. Set what up. year did that start? Because I, I, I only known about it for yourself. This is like a couple of years ago. Okay. When I got invited on someone else's podcast. Is it, I think it was the Algae Hour. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and that's why I got introduced to yourself for the first time yeah. at that event. Yeah, they've been going for quite a long time then. Um, so, uh, so Michelle, who founded the awards, um, first of all, when she had her son in 1980, I think I can't remember when he was born, something like that. <laughs> a, um, a long time ago, he was intolerant, I think, to milk products, and so she being the woman she is full of energy and full of you know keenness she started off this letter which was to send out to doctors because there was no really there's no knowledge and awareness really of food allergies intolerance within the medical community in terms of gps and things at that time so she wrote this sort of weekly or monthly newsletter to doctors and then that morphed into a food magazine for consumers and in the in the center of the food magazine, we used to have to carry out these food tastings. So we would, when I arrived in 2008, they were still doing the magazine. And so every, I think every month, we would go out and we'd buy all the gluten-free biscuits or whatever we could yeah. find. And then we'd all eat them and we'd score them out of whatever and we'd write the ingredients and everything. Then we'd publish that in the center of the magazine. Um, and that was how the Food Awards started from this sort of spread in the center of the magazine and someone said you need to create an awards and you need to charge people and you need to you know set yeah. it up so i mean you mentioned then obviously you was going out and trying to find these gluten kind of free biscuits yeah. i imagine was that quite difficult at the time was there many kind of products like that 
No, not really. And I I can't even remember how we did it, but the 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 key the one of the the key criteria was always they had to be nationwide. They had to be available nationwide um because the magazine was going out to people all across the country. So it couldn't be just like a boutique in Hampstead that was making gluten-free and nut-free yeah. and dairy-free bread or whatever it was. Um so it was generally, you know, the Tesco free from custard creams or yeah. that kind of thing. So they were if they were if we could find them then we figured other people could find them. Yeah. Which was quite important obviously we've seen a massive shift then i can imagine with the oh my free god from, like, it must be crazy like yeah. from where you started like. yeah huge i mean so i remember one of the first uh tastings that we did they had the bread in a tin and yeah. you and you you know there was a sort of when you open the tin and this sort of white so it was bright white um this lump kind of slid out yeah. and it was bread oh and it's like what I seen someone post something the other day on TikTok where gluten bread was like really, really small. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I yeah. mean, it still is a lot. Is it's it? smaller. Yeah, okay. it's, I mean, it's definitely getting better, but it's yeah. still smaller than a normal, you know, yeah. lovely fluffy loaf. Um, but yeah, massive changes and massive innovation. And it's, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's obviously a hell of a lot better than it ever has been. Yeah. So you was at the, the, the Food Matters. Was you there for until it closed down the, the magazine so we we basically we closed that in 2010 um after what was that was it just well it was just becoming more and more expensive a magazine run, yeah. advertising was going down and the website you know where the web era was on the rise yeah, yeah. um and actually it was it was time for it to Are stop they still doing the events then food matters uh so no this is that so this food. is food so there's a lot of food matter things but yeah. this is food matters was the magazine that michelle set up yeah Food Matters Live is a, a separate organisation that oh, okay. I was doing food panels for, but that was a job oh, that I had okay. on the side. So that was different. Yeah, that so was the a thing. Different, totally I wasn't too sure if it was like the same. No, same yeah. Like well, Food Matters Live is obviously a massive event from sort of you know from fork yeah. to mouth and field to fork or whatever the phrase is. Yeah. Um, whereas Food Matters was specifically about food allergies, food intolerances, yeah. celiac disease. So was was your role then trying to obviously? go out obviously find the products to, to, to kind of test it would you do that in michelle's house yeah, yeah yeah and we used to have some really fun times like you know if we were testing pastas we'd have a massive dinner and like invite Amazing. she had a lot of contacts obviously in the food industry so we'd invite people with allergies people were, who were creating foods and it was a, it was a you know as you know it's a very warm and small community yeah. the free from community um it's not that small anymore but you know at the time it was quite small so there are a lot of people who are really willing to contribute and help in any way they could so it was always a really good natured event yeah because i've seen like some blog posts from like 10 i think like 10 years ago and that is pictures of everyone getting together and they had yeah um steve um walpole on the, yeah. on the podcast um this week actually and okay. he was saying that he went to along to like the judging sessions and yeah it's yeah incredible. he's brilliant he's been he's been amazing i mean he's he's brilliantly vocal and we're actually doing a thing with him at the ife in march which is gonna be really exciting but he's yeah. always been a real supporter so yeah a lot of a lot of the people um yeah alexa fruit yeah. allergy hour and natalie and lots of really fantastic yeah. people who have come along and, and helped us out over the years because you can't you know you can't judge a food without having people who either know about food Passionate, or know about yeah, allergies yeah. or know about you know what it's like to buy food for their kids or yeah. you know so. did you feel like you fell on your feet then with that first job it uh, kind of opened up a doors in, in regards to where you wanted to be do you mean the uh, the conflict resolution job or the, or, the or administration oh uh, yeah. yeah i mean i'm i really like filing things i was discussing a uh, waitressing the other day with a friend of mine who really hated it and i said i really liked it because you felt like you're filing the food into people's mouths you know you're like yeah. you want a burger and a coke fine great i'll get you a burger and a coke and you sort of you yeah. can sort people out and you can sort of help yeah. them and i think i just really like that i really like account bookkeeping i love sort of putting getting the numbers yeah. right and so you're ticking boxes and all sort of things so i think i'm a bit boring and straight like that i do i love that so and but it, when you can make administration work it's very satisfying so yeah. so running things like you know or, or supporting magazines or awards it's, you, so you've got to do it right and if you can yeah. do it right from the from the bottom from the foundation then you're going to create yeah. something which is well, it sounds like you've got good. kind of the best of both worlds in regards to yeah. obviously you mentioned about the conflict the is it the conflict yeah conflict resolution conflict re yeah. resolution yeah. and you're saying obviously like the, the kind of psychology and, and yeah. the meeting people and, and that kind of connection so it's kind of imagine the same again in the in the community like yeah well it's a, i mean as you know it's a it's a it's an emotional space yeah, yeah. food and allergies it's i mean you yeah. know I, I i i get that i don't have food allergies myself 
Um, I have intolerance to dairy and possibly yeah. to gluten, but I get the emotionality around all of it. Um, so yeah, I guess it's you know nice being able to understand where people are coming from. A lot of food companies and drink companies are set up by people with food allergies and intolerances yeah. themselves. So you know if I can understand that emotionality around it, then I can best support them. Yeah. Do you feel like with the with the free from food sometimes? And I've I've spoke to quite a few business owners like it's a bit more expensive with the manufacturing kind of cost and that side of it do you feel like it's potentially getting cheaper in some ways or is that a tricky one to that is a tricky one to answer yeah. i mean it's the i mean creative nature obviously talk talk a bit about why yeah. the food has to be expensive if you're doing the right tests and taking having the right risk management in place it is more expensive but the end of it is a product that you know is going to be safe yeah. for whoever needs to eat it I, so I hesitate to say that it's expensive. I mean, it is expensive. I get it. It is yeah. expensive. And when, you know, when, when people blog about the fact that they're paying seven times more mm. for a loaf than someone who doesn't have to get a gluten-free loaf, then that is really painful. Yeah. Um, but at least it's there. I, I, it's a really diff- it's a yeah. difficult question to answer. And nowadays... I on the podcast and you were saying, obviously, like, it's more expensive the ice cream because of, like, the manufacturing... Obviously, they've got to go yeah. through all these hoops to make sure, obviously, the machines are obviously yeah. not have that kind of cross-contamination. Well, I mean, you know, as I guess as as someone with, I mean, for me, if I if I see someone says may contain milk, I don't give it second thoughts. It's for me, that's yeah, fine. It's, it's not a problem. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have an allergic reaction. But for someone who does and who will and who might, that's that's massive. So if if you can have the confidence that that food is safe. Yeah. I don't know. How do you how do you feel about paying more for food that that is gonna you like, know so, is so gonna my, be? So my allergies are just obviously peanuts and tree nuts, like essentially all nuts. Yeah. Really, I, I avoid. Um, in regards to like free from, it would be more like chocolate and you know, like normal. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, I never eat anything what says may contain. Yeah. And the I know there is like free from brands, but for me, it's more kind of like chocolate or sweets. I wouldn't okay that, that's that's where that's it really okay. i don't know so i don't necessarily when i do my, my food shop i'm not a lot i don't they're not staple items are they so yeah, yeah. so you're not maybe it's a treat item which this you would anyway more of a treat. yeah it's not like i'm going on. out my way each yeah. food shop and and it's a lot more expensive because yeah. but i mean i can imagine if you've got more if you're allergic to dairy or yeah. then it could be a lot more kind of yeah. dif- difficult for them kind of people I think one of the things people have such different approaches. You know, I know families who have allergies and they, they cook from scratch and that's just the way they've yeah, always yeah. done it. So they don't have a, they're not going to go out and buy a ready-made something or other, which is obviously going to be more expensive than making something at home. So there are different approaches, but yeah. I mean, you can't get away from the fact that gluten-free bread and gluten-free pasta is going to be more expensive. Yeah. And then especially at the moment with food prices going up anyway, yeah, I mean, it must be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. And kids, you know, kids just want to be fed. If you've got a kid who's got an allergy, or they just want to eat that thing that they need to eat. And yeah. it's just pain. It's a painful situation, I, I think. I mean, hopefully it'll get better, but who knows? Yeah, because I know I've, I've like spoke to business about obviously the manufacturing and like obviously just making sure that that factory are super clear. There's yeah. no kind of cross-contamination and there's yeah. a lot of this like, this may contain just the putting on products just for the safeguarding themselves really, which yeah. is really frustrating at times. Like. So that, I mean, that's definitely an ongoing battle. And and I mean, the top 14 allergens, uh, UK now, UK listed top 14 allergens were created when we were in the EU by the EU. So they're very Europe centric. So they yeah, don't yeah. fit UK, um, what's the word, a de- dem- demographic. Okay. You know, so we, I think I, I probably will get this wrong, but we we don't have a lot of people who are allergic to some of the things like maybe mustard or celery, but we have a lot of people who are allergic to um, to milk and to nuts, and yeah. uh, and no one's allergic to oats, even though an oat is is labelled as an allergen. Um, not no one, obviously there are people who are yeah, allergic yeah. to oats. Um, but we know there's a rising uh, allergic situation with pea and chickpea, which you obviously must have heard about because people yeah. are talking about it all the time. And so you know now we are you know we've got autonomy. We why don't we recreate those fourteen top fourteen allergens and and you know and change them a bit and yeah. so you know carry out some sort of research and find out what the British population is allergic to and then yeah. and then make those the ones everyone has to label. And I was going to say, obviously, you've been in the free from world for, for a long time now. Have you seen the increase of of kids now having allergies in comparison to 
but when you started? Uh, I, um, y yes, through hearsay. Um, yeah. So my son is 15 and um, we, I was telling him I was going to come and do a podcast with oh, you. Really? And um, he was like, I said, well, you know, have it, when you when you talk about because they, you know, my my mom's like, ugh, allergic to dairy. Well, no, no, she doesn't say allergic because you know I Does wouldn't say allergies? it. But, no, my son no, doesn't no. have allergies, but but you know, there's people who roll their eyes when you when you say that you don't want to eat milk because yeah. it doesn't make you feel well, you know. And, and he was saying, yeah, but if you're actually allergic to something, then then that you know that's a serious condition. And actually, well, you you're just intolerant to milk or whatever. And it's yeah. like that's good. You know, I'm glad he has that about me. Yeah. But you know, I and mean, he's got friends who've got a nut allergy or there other things oh, okay. like that. And and he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, she's got a nut allergy. It's fine. We just you know take care of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I I but don't there's know. There's a, a more understanding now with kids like about allergies. I know because uh, it's constantly in the news now, isn't it? With obviously what happened to Natasha. I think yeah. before that I used to not really come across too many no. articles and I think and then with but, Natasha's Law and the incredible work they've done it's always been at the forefront which is amazing to kind of see um, what they've done but I think yeah. sometimes having that constant reminder because yeah. sometimes it can give people a bit more anxiety and uh, but I think right, I think okay. it's great because I think as generally as as the the general public are more aware now yeah. about allergies yeah. in comparison to like a few years ago yeah because I used to go out my way and research like allergies in the news, but it would okay. give me, I stopped doing that because it's yeah. giving me anxiety and stuff. Yeah. And you feel like people are constantly having fatal anaphylaxis, but after having like doctors on the podcast, it's actually not that common. Right. But I okay. think people feel like it's common because of social media and reading a lot of it. Yeah. I mean, it's a balance, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that my son feels confident you know that a friend of his has got a nut allergy and it's 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 not a massive deal but at the same time it obviously is, it could be a big deal so it's that kind of it's the balance of power and knowledge isn't it and yeah. and like you say you don't want to i mean it's like it's yeah. like reading a medical dictionary and you come away thinking you've got that every single illness under yeah. the sun and it's like oh no so yeah, i just don't google it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um so yes and i think I mean, you still come across people who, who sort of sniff when, you know, school parents, I, I know that there are some people who sort of don't believe in allergies and that <laughs> right. kind of thing. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, okay, well, fine. They just don't understand the, the, the Yeah, or, you know, the, the whole issue about the sort of overprotective parent. I mean, we all know people who are overprotective of yeah, their kids. And I, I get that. That's, you know, that's that's a thing. But but when someone is accused of being overprotective because they're like, you know, here's my daughter and she's she's allergic to milk and eggs. And you're like, and you're like oh, is she? And you're like, no, yeah. no, no, she is. So, yeah, yeah. you know, if you're going to have her over for a play date, actually, you're not going to have her over for a play date. Yeah, so yeah. Um, so I think and there's a lot, there's a bigger conversation around it. I mean, I do feel very lucky to be alive now because there are conversations about things that there weren't 50 years ago. And I think... It's mad, isn't it? How, yeah. how, how the world is changing. Even like yeah. mental health and like guys Yeah, now, oh my like, God, yeah. Well, menopause, you know, yeah. I'm of that age and it is yeah. like, I feel, how fortunate am I that I can have these conversations and go, talking about mental health, Often, you know, yeah. hormonal disruption yeah, yeah. and all that kind of thing. And it is, we are really lucky. But I think, you know, th it's thanks to people like you who talk and stand up and say, I've got an allergy, this is what life is like, it's okay, but I have to take care, you know, and it's just, it's an amazing thing to have people like you who, who will talk about it and who make it okay. And also the being able to say it's not okay now actually it's really not okay um and i don't know there's a there's a freedom in that and and i think there must be a lot of people who have a gratitude for you and all that you've done and that you know all the other ones who are doing the same sort of thing um but you're unusual because you're a young man and that's you know that's you must have had that a lot from people yeah i had it i think there's a blog post once i think someone written about obviously there wasn't many male kind of yeah. advocates and I, I wrote a few lines for that but yeah, it's mad. There's actually yeah. a new guy. Oh, I seen a guy on my Instagram. I was like, oh, there's yeah. another male oh, in the in the algae community, <laughs> and I need to shout out about him. I'll yeah. share him. He's just started his page. Um, I remember Brilliant. I was I was I think I was in the gym when I saw it, so I kind of I, I saved it. Yeah, being like I'll come back to it and I'll I'll share it. But yeah, yeah there's there's only myself and I think is it Zach as well Zach yeah brilliant with, with the allergy kit yeah. and yeah he's doing incredible work there. Yeah. So yeah, it's great to kind of see more male advocates. I mean, when yeah. I started, there was a guy in the US, um, but I don't really, not don't I've not seen him recently or okay. him share anything and stuff. But um, yeah, it's interesting because when I when I when I started as well, there wasn't 
really many algae bloggers there's there's no. there's very few of us anyway and it's yeah it's mad to see this more and more now yeah. like each year it seems to be getting bigger and bigger and it yeah it's a great to see kind of new faces and i think for me it's like the community aspect as well like yeah. i've got like a group of we're all like similar ages and friends and we've all got yeah. allergies and we talk about okay it and, um, okay yeah you know what i mean we don't yeah take your allergies seriously but then like we we share like allergy free recipes at our restaurants yeah and, nice like, well, I, when I first came across you, you'd, you'd, I don't know, I think you just published the magazine. Oh, 2015, yeah. And that was, to me, that was a real, I was like, that sort of blew part of my mind. Because <laughs> I just, and I, I still have the image of the, the girl likes, with an yeah. EpiPen. And I was just like, that is, that's genius. Because it, it demedicalized the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and it made it sexy and trendy and great. And all those words that are really middle-aged to use. But, you know, it just yeah. made it really accessible and normal and um i was just like that's brilliant and also you had yellow and black which is obviously our logo colors so i was like oh, yeah. you know ding <laughs> which i yeah, really know like, it's but... okay yeah it works great i think it's only yours who've um took them colors yeah. So, yeah we've we've owned them now and <laughs> yeah. like, we've not got yeah. that kind of thing but um yeah yeah no it is mad really how yeah how the journey kind of started from that really yeah but, um in regards to kind of the free from food awards could you explain it to maybe someone who's maybe never come across it before? So the Free From Food Awards, which started in 2008, um, is to celebrate quality and, and safe free from food and drink. Um, and our the central sort of tenet of our awards is the free from consumer. So when we use the word free from, we mean someone who needs to avoid one or more of the top 14 allergens. Um, and recently in the last couple of years, we've also brought pea and chickpea into that because of the rising need to, um, with, with the rise, is that, sorry, I actually am okay. it on my, on my feed. Okay. Is this recently over the last year? It's, it's, it's a, it's a few, there are, there are a couple of, so, um, Alexa allergy hour, um, and my allergy boy, she, yeah. she also talks about it on, on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Um, and yeah, there is a rise in it and it's something that we're sort of, you know, again, it's something that, that, that we can sort of as, as a, we're not a body, but you know, as a company, as an yeah. organization, we can kind of, we can share that it is becoming more of a problem. So yeah, so it's not obviously a top 14 allergen, yeah. but we include it in a couple of our mm. categories as something that we want to draw attention yeah. to. Um, so yeah, so free from for us is, is uh, anyone who enters the awards has to make a, a product that is is free from at least one of the top 14 allergens. Um, and it doesn't have to be a specific free from product. So it could just be something that somebody makes, which just yeah. happens to be absolutely gluten-free or nut-free or milk-free or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so the idea is that uh, you as a company enter your um, nut-free, gluten-free bread into our awards. And it doesn't matter whether you're a supplier to one of the big retailers or if you're just making it in Dan Kelly's kitchen or whatever yeah. it is. Um, you you enter your product, uh, you send in samples. We have a panel of judges where we have a huge pool of judges and I hope one day you'll come and join us as a judge. Um, yeah, because I remember uh, you, you reached out and I was like, I yeah. think at the time it, my anxiety was really bad. But I, yeah. I mean, we can talk after the podcast. Okay. It's something Great. like, it's been on the agenda and yeah. I don't, it's been too long. Like, yeah. you know I mean? It'd be great to kind of get involved and find okay. out what Katuya what can kind of help okay. out on. But, Brilliant. Um, yeah, let, let's I definitely talk about I think when you reached out, that. it was just a really bit of a bad face. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, total. I, I totally yeah. understand that. Um, and so, yeah, so we have, we have a panel of judges and, um, and the products are all judged blind. So nobody knows who's made them. So oh, okay. you get, you know, from the tiniest kitchen along to the most massive brand, all sitting in a, in a, in a, they don't sit in a line, but, you know, we bring them out, they get maybe five minutes in front of a panel of judges, the judges write about them, talk about them, not knowing who's made them. Um, and they, they grade them or score them. And then they decide who's won all the medals. And then at the end, they find out who's made them. And there's often a lot of sort of gasps of surprise. And, oh, really? and what, what entrants love about it is the fact that they can, they can get a gold in a category that Tesco gets a bronze in or something like that, yeah, you know. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, sorry, Tesco, your product's fantastic. But, you know, so, so you know, and that's an so amazing accolade. It could be like a really small Yeah, could be, tiny. It could be their first product. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. And the real, the real benefit of our awards is, um, when I say the real benefit, medals are obviously a benefit, but the taking part is really important. Yeah. And um, they get at the end of the uh, at the end of the awards after everything's finished after the presentations happened they get a feedback pack and they get feedback on their their product 
on the category it entered and on the on the free from sector as a as a sort of wider wider overview. So you get a lot of really valuable insights. Oh, I didn't know that. So, which is so worth, brands you know, actually then get feedback on their product yeah. of what it is people yeah. liked or what it is. Yeah, and how they could improve yeah, yeah. or you know, any idea. All the all the judges chat is captured um and yeah. sort of and, and edited into this feedback pack. So it's a really it's a really good That's incredible. Yeah. I, I was completely unaware about that. So that that yeah. must be really insightful for, for brands as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we get you know we get a lot of brands entering year after year because they enjoy the feedback and they find it really useful, um, or they you know value the way that we run them, all that sort of thing. Yeah, and it started with Michelle. Yes. Yeah, How so, many years ago was this? Is this? So this is what now? It's in its sixteenth year. Oh wow! And but we yeah. we so this year we changed the the calendar. So we always used to open it in September, and so the the awards that were open in September would be labelled the year after. So. The awards now are 2023 awards, but they would have opened in 2022. So it was always a bit confusing. So even though it looks like it's only been going for 15 years, it's in its 16th year. Yeah. So it's a moment to talk to you about a brand called Good. It's going free and it's just come available in Asda. It's a brand new brand. It's free from peanuts, tree nuts, milk, egg and sesame. And they do kind of meal kits and wraps. So they do like fajita kits or they do hoisin. They also do katsu curry, which they've never had before. So yeah, it's great to try like different cuisines. When you've got lots of different allergies, it can be really difficult. And a lot of like supermarket brands now have that kind of make and take warning, which is really difficult for my allergies. So yeah, it's great as I've got it's gluten-free sponsoring the podcast. If you want to find out more about them, I'll leave a link in the description below. They're also available to buy it as, as well. Let's jump straight back to the podcast. It started with Michelle. Yeah. Um, after the the kind of the food yeah well actually we we were sitting in in a coffee shop up the road for one of our morning coffee breaks and we had a friend there who runs a a nut-free chocolate company called D&D Chocolates Uh, I don't know if you're very small and um and he said he said you know these tastings you do are great but you need to be running awards that would be a brilliant thing to do so it was really his idea but then we took it and and did it so yeah that's what me always starts with the coffee I went for coffee the other day um a brand um which is not out yet, so I don't know if I can. Oh, I can. I can say it. the product isn't launched yet, but it's okay. grow with Iris. So Amy, oh the yeah, founder, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Brilliant. we went for a coffee, and she she was talking about the products and stuff, okay. and it was really really interesting. And but then she gave me stuff that I never thought about with the podcast yeah. and, and stuff. So yeah, it's great to kind of commit, kind yeah. of connect with these people in the community. Like. Yeah, there's nothing like face to face. So judging then like during the lockdown obviously i know it affected everyone and obviously not being able to kind of meet up in person how did that kind of affect the judging was that all done over zoom or was it is it how did that work so the so the lockdown happened just as we were about to do our presentation party so we we have these amazing presentation evenings where everyone gets together and i don't know if you've been long to one but maybe not but they're I've always been really to the the online one. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So so basically, um, we I think yeah. What was it? Lockdown was like the twenty third of March or something. Yeah. And um, so we basically just we ran a Zoom party that year, and it was hilarious because none of us really knew how to do it, and I ended up holding up my laptop in front of a camera screen yeah. for it, like, and it was just sort of ridiculous. But it was really good the fun. The one I saw was like really jazzy. Had all these animations. Oh yeah, and yeah. That. yeah well, really, then we yeah. got we got a bit better. Well produced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, the lockdown. Um. So we used to have um judging sessions um so there'd be about maybe eight to ten judges in a room and um everyone would yeah pile in it'd be fantastic and and we would just have to take care of allergens and and people with allergies in the room but other than that there were no kind of uh, germ issues and then suddenly pandemic um so in 2021 we delayed all of our judging sessions and we shrank the number of judges and we had all the the PPE and the screens and the, you know, we were constantly wiping things down, which was great because we'd always been constantly wiping things down anyway. Yeah, so yeah. it was sort of fine. Um, and uh, so, so we, and we delayed the judging sessions because people couldn't travel. We, we could, we couldn't do a lot of them online because you just, you can't, you know, is we don't have the facility to send out frozen produce to individual judges. So yeah. we just had to wait until people felt comfortable, confident. Um, the thing we had on our side was that companies were allowed to, encourage um travel for business if if they could and it's a business that we ran so yeah, yeah. it was never that we weren't allowed to but we just had to take people's safety into consideration yeah. so a lot of judges said look this isn't for me i don't want to risk it i'm not going to come a lot of judges said actually this is fine i've got a mask i'm all right you know i'll do it so so we did manage to do it in 2021 and then by 2022 i think it was it was sort of 
it was it was over so we were still taking care but what we found was that by by shrinking the number of judges we actually got far better focused feedback so we've kept the number of judges to a far smaller group because if you've got eight to ten people in a room and they all vaguely know each other or might have heard of each other or if it's a stranger they were like oh so what yeah. do you do where do you come from so actually it, we find that it's so we're much more selective about our judges now yeah. um how many judges have you got at the minute because i saw on your website there's Quite on this. We've yeah. we've got about a pool of probably about two hundred. Oh, wow. um, some yeah, some come and come and go, and some are some are sort of constants. Yeah. Um, we try to have a, Natalie still doing it. Natalie still yeah. doing it. Yeah, we try to have a. Um, um, so we try to have someone with food allergy on each panel. Some of the food allergies, a food developer or producer, and and possibly a another who knows about the food sector. I mean, they're all food related people. Um, or someone who's interested. So Zach Marx is coming along. Well, I hope he is. I've invited him and yeah. he's quite keen to. So that'd be really nice to have yeah. him along. Um, we had he's the got nut allergy as well. Is it just he's nuts? He's got nuts and um, I can't remember. He did email me yeah. yesterday. I forgot him oh, what, right. what he had. But um, yeah, and then last year we had um, the new head of the anaphylaxis um, campaign, Simon, yeah. Simon, which was which was interesting. So so yeah, so we, we like to have a lot of people. We, and if people email and we do get yeah, a lot of inquiries. People as well, yeah, like people you, really you good. might not be aware of kind of thing because obviously yeah. my opportunity was usually kind of through the podcast or the kind of the allergy free from show. So yeah. Yeah, it must be a good way to kind of connect with different people in the industry. Yeah, definitely. Have you seen more brands then recently? Um, specialising for kind of more specific allergies or is it more just as a as a whole would you say that's an interesting question um there the smaller brands focus on one allergy one yeah Yeah. one allergen a lot of the time or it really depends on on what their motivation is so so with the bigger with the bigger companies um you know nut-free chocolate is obviously a really difficult one um, but milk-free chocolate seems to be a fairly easy one to manufacture. Yeah. Um, it depends really on on who they are and what they're. So we get a lot of people who've got children with multiple allergies, um, and they make products that are free from all of those allergens. Yeah. So they're kind of you know that's that's and that's great because then you've got products f- to fit all sorts of people. But I'm not sure if there's particular. There's definitely been a rise recently of multiple free from multiple allergens yeah. so there's a lot more egg milk soy and nut free things around that have you seen of... more products aimed at kids say? yeah definitely again um, I, I thought that there was a restriction on, on advertising to children but I don't know where I've got that from because that obviously can't be but I yeah. thought someone said that when you're making a food you can't stick a funny cartoon character on it because of some some advertising restriction but are you working don't you work in advertising used to, you know yeah, oh, okay, used okay. To about, yeah when okay. i when i started when i worked in advertising but then okay yeah i was crazy like. okay yeah fair enough um yeah so so yeah i mean there's also it depends what your um yeah what your angle is doesn't it i mean so not i don't know many grown-ups that would swoon at a chicken nugget mm. but you know so that's obviously a kid's product but i'm not i'm not really sure i, I don't know if i can answer that question very well yeah what about i was gonna ask i've got to ask you about the amount of entries has it gone up like crazy over the last couple of years the amount of kind of brands yeah. reaching out to the free from food awards um it it that it, i think it would have been that had we not had the pandemic yeah and then at Brexit and then well, no, the other way around Brexit then the pandemic and then this issue with food supplies and things um so we are still uh we we were we were increasing on entries about eight percent a year year on yeah, year which was good. which was brilliant it has taken it's sort of topped off a bit at the moment yeah. um but I mean that's you know that's to be expected people's people's um budget lines yeah. or bottom lines are a bit only people now working with the free from food awards it's a quite a few of you um, so we've got there are two two full time and then there's a couple of part time people. So um, we did expand a bit and then we shrank again. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. As I think a lot. the pandemic that kind <laughs> yeah. of like, changed for everyone. Kind yeah. Of thing. What What's your role now being the kind of CEO and obviously you work yourself up the company over, over the last. Um, yeah. Years. Like how How's that kind of changed? Um, and what do you do now? So So the Free from Food Awards was set up basically with uh in a we had no overheads for many many years so so we didn't so when we so we needed to grow up really we needed to become a proper company that you know that did all the things that companies do and set all those foundations in place um so i was hoping that over the last four years or so 
we would uh, we would we would grow and we would i would be able to take on a you know an assistant administrative assistant to do the things that i used to do like yeah. handling entries but because of the issues with um everybody's bottom lines and turnovers yeah, yeah. and things we haven't been able to do that so so my role is is not only you know overseeing the things at the top but it's mm. also i still receive all the entries and and yeah. along with nikki who i work with we still process things so so we do everything really between us so nikki's a brand and marketing director okay. and she's been with us pretty much from about the last five years um working on various things so she overhauled our our, yeah. our brand and marketing they would you say it feels a bit like a family does it feel quite close knit yeah I imagine, yeah I, feel, I get the vibe i don't know like it yeah it's been there quite a long time like. yeah well everyone so so michelle everyone used to think that michelle was my mum oh, really? so yeah, <laughs> yeah so that was quite funny yeah um she's not my mum but um, <laughs> just so, yeah just to clarify yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's very close-knit and and it, there is you know it's a, there, there are friendships and things that you you well it's like any workplace isn't it really yeah. but yeah i think the people who've come and worked there have had allergies or intolerance or celiac disease and so there is they, everyone brings their own understanding everyone contributes to that so yeah. um so yeah, it does feel like a warm, yeah. a warm place to, to work. How do you guys go about then like promoting it so more brands kind of become aware? Is it through social media? Do you do like Facebook ads? Do you promote it or is it more kind of organic word of mouth? Or? It's more organic. Yeah, so we've, we've way, yeah. yeah, we've tried a few, a few little ads. I think we did an Instagram ad and a Facebook ad last yeah. year and, and it was, it was fine, but we also found we got a lot of trolling. So we were like, really? I actually don't want to, yeah. What, you know, people are just like not understanding how it is. Yeah, about, just being yeah. a bit rude about whatever. And we're like, I don't really need that because, because yes, mm. you can. Yeah. That a criticism is great. Don't take, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but those unnecessary attacks are yeah. just a bit boring. So and I and I I do find that quite hard to deal with. So I was like, yeah. actually, no thanks. Let's just stay organic. It's funny because you can get all these nice comments, and all it can take is like one comment, and like you like freak out. You're like, what? Like. Yeah. Like people don't like me kind of yeah. thing like, yeah. I mean that's just human I've, nature I've, I've had it yeah <laughs> from time to time like, oh but god it, it's not too often to be honest like, yeah. and you just kind of ignore it kind of thing yeah I really want to ask obviously what does it mean for the businesses if they get this gold or the free from food award what can the businesses do with that well, I mean, getting a medal for a product obviously uh, is assurance that you make a great product. Yeah. So we, we've had feedback from a lot of our entrants saying, you know, it really helped with a launch into a retailer or a launch overseas or um, I can't remember which company it was, but somebody said it, it opens doors. You know, having that logo really opens the doors and so you can you can take your product more f far and wide and it gives them the confidence to go, oh, okay, okay, yeah. you know, I've got a gold, yeah. I've got gold or I've got a bronze. You use or, that sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously for your, your packaging so yeah you can use it everywhere and it. our logo is free to use um yeah. the only requirement is that you if you change the recipe yeah. you can't use it anymore because it's a different product so it's not the product that won the medal yeah. but you can change the packaging you know you can whatever do it take it everywhere but yeah yeah i was gonna say is this year extra special with obviously doing the free from food awards in person it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing what are you doing it this year well then? we're not entirely sure yet but so, it's yeah. it's gonna still be in london we'd like one day we did have plans to take it up to the center of england somewhere so that okay. we could everyone could yeah. you know um because everything happens in london and people who live up north get a bit bored of that um yeah. but um but that is not going to happen this year so we're going to have a party and it is yeah. going to be um it's going to be big and it's going to be really exciting i'm going to bring in some new things i can't oh sorry can't tell you about yet but uh but it's going to be good so we're really hoping that a lot of people will come and yeah. and feel the vibe How many people usually attend these kind of events so we um at the height of it we had um about 300 guests and you know they are from all over the free from sector and the food industry so it was always a really yeah. good get together um and we we supply a free from um menu with canopies and and we we have a, a buffet of winners so yeah. we might we will be slightly tweaking that this year but we'll still have a free from food on the menu and, and free from drinks so yeah it must be quite us trying to cater for everyone when it's a free from food awards yeah we we i can't remember what what there i think there were eight allergens that we instructed the chefs to completely avoid um yeah. when we used to do the parties and i i can't remember i think there were you know so we didn't worry too much about yeah. celery but we worried a lot about nuts or, or milk or whatever you got new categories and during the lockdown did you introduce the christmas yeah category? we did yeah. yeah so well the christmas awards is a, is a totally separate award yeah. um and we'd been wanting to do it for ages 
and finally we were like it just gave us the perfect excuse because we had to delay and delay and delay time, yeah. so we thought right let's uh, let's do it um and it's been really successful and i think it's it's really brilliant it's a great award and we've got a lovely little logo with holly berries on it so yeah. it's, uh, can't go wrong with that <laughs> can't go wrong. you think you'll introduce more categories um as a year's potentially over the next like year or two so yeah so um nut free is an interesting one so we had nut free right from the beginning right from 2008 and around about 2014 we just weren't getting any entries mm. and you have to have a certain amount of entries to sustain the category obviously yeah. um so we shut it down for about four years we didn't have one and then about five years ago or three years of summer quite recently people yeah. were like actually no we've got nut free produce now we want to enter yeah. it so we now have a nut and peanut free category Amazing. um so it does ebb and flow things do change with regards to what people want uh, what the consumer wants or, or what the manufacturer wants to shout about this year we've introduced international recognition category uh because our main awards is is a is just for produce that is available in the uk um, so this year we've opened it up to international brands who want to get into the UK. So the process is similar for them. So they enter their products and the feedback they get will be about, you know, how their product would fit into the UK free from sector. Yeah. Um, you know, the positives, the, the constructive criticism, all that sort of stuff. So that's a really exciting one. What opportunities would you say um, in the free from sector? Is it, is it, is it like um, a market where you feel like there's not enough products in that sector? Um, so, well, within the free from sector, there's obviously um, like, um, so one of the big things that's come out of the Christmas Awards is that you can't, it's very difficult to get a, a mince pie, which is gluten-free and milk-free and nut-free. Yeah. So some people make gluten-free and milk-free ones and some people make gluten-free and nut-free ones. But so there's little no, things like... Pie, oh, really? <laughs> yours <laughs> are the you? make and take warning. So yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe, maybe uh, yeah. this Christmas. I, I, I can't remember website. which. There's a retailer that makes a nut-free mince pie and everyone's like, woo, this is so exciting. Yeah, Except yeah. for the people who are not who are, who are milk and they can't eat it they have milk allergies um so there's there's little kind of like i i went to um i went to one of the international fairs recently and there's a licorice company and they were saying that they'd been told that no one in england or no one in britain eats licorice and they'd yeah. you know which is sort of weird sort of national cultural myth um <laughs> and they came over and they had a re they make gluten-free and vegan licorice yeah and they came over and they said they had a massively warm reception over here where, you know so that's the kind yeah, of thing it's like incredible. actually yeah, yeah. you know it's rubbish you know yeah and what would you say the plan is for the kind of free from food awards you have like grand plans you would want to share with the audience over the next couple of years we we want to continue doing what we do just better and better and better um we want to find new ways to support manufacturers and consumers so we've always got in our um in our sites supplying smaller manufacturers with answers to questions with resources that they can't find anywhere so um so when you when you manufacture foods you have a local trading standards okay. um sort of hovering over you making sure you're doing it all right and free from and and the questions that people have about how to manufacture free from food they don't they can't always get the answers they need so one of our aims is to be a really strong resource not not that we can certificate anything but just so we can point people in the right direction so really sort of a hub of reason a hub of awareness a hub of knowledge would be really good yeah. we've just launched a little um consumer resources section on our website for people who have just been diagnosed or who've got friends with allergies and things oh, okay. so you know so i think you're you're in it and that you know I'm smile Emma yeah, yeah. app is in it yeah. yeah um so so little things like that and we uh, we used to have a, a category for food allergen labelling, so you know packaging, labelling, yeah. ingredients. Um, I saw that's changing your website. It's a lot more yeah. clear now. I don't know. Yeah. I, I remember, okay, good. That's good. Yeah, because I went on it. I obviously um, recently a couple of weeks ago as well, and from what I remembered, it just seems a lot more clear now to kind of look Great. at the, the the packaging and be like, oh. This is free from X, Y, and Z. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's really good to hear. It's good okay. feedback. Um, we don't often get consumer feedback, I think, because we don't. We're not yet. When we're, we're much more trade, our, our our sort of you know our our contact base is much more manufacturer and trade based. But we're really trying to connect with consumers yeah. because if if consumers don't want what we're offering, mm. there's no point in us existing. If you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so labelling is is a category that we used to run in the awards, but actually we're bringing it out now, and we're going to have mm. it as an all year round thing whereby every maybe every quarter we have a panel of judges to come along and say this labeling is unclear this design isn't isn't good yeah. you know so you can basically have a sort of evaluation 
um and then you will get a certification of some kind at the end of it yeah um so yeah so there's lots going on but we love feedback you know we thrive off feedback yeah. because the only reason the free from food awards exist is because people have food allergies yeah no i find it super interesting i think i think like on on your instagram it's great to do more videos of like behind the scenes of like the judging and like because i find it so obviously i didn't know obviously realize the businesses get all this feedback and stuff right and like, yeah okay. it's, it's really interesting to kind of kind of hear that from from your side of things we, I mean, we'd really love to do more. I mean, we've we've experimented with with a couple of TikTok videos so you're not be and doing stuff. Any TikTok dances? Oh God! I mean, yeah, I'm really good dancer, so I should. But yeah, um, but go. it's uh, you have to do it well to do it well, don't you? I mean, you have to think it's about so it. It's different as well. For me, I find um, TikTok is awareness, right? Um, and you've got to post ten times more than Instagram, like two a day or one a day. It, it's insane. But then you can't build a community on TikTok because the feed is literally 99% of people you don't follow. Okay, yeah. Whereas Instagram, people are like, oh yeah, it's for mums or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's shit there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can swear on my own podcast, but that, that isn't true because Instagram is about building communities and you can build okay. a community on Instagram, but you, it's, I don't think that's the same across TikTok. Okay, TikTok's too so, sort of fleeting, is it? Too sort of TikTok's are great for awareness. So yeah. say if I if I use Sesame right now and I thought, oh, I'm gonna snip that into a one minute clip, it's super engaging and I think it's gonna captivate the audience. That okay. could get, say, hundreds of thousands of views and it might bring people to the podcast, which okay. is great because yeah. then it drives the traffic up and they might subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. But then ninety percent of times you're on TikTok, it's more just like people you don't follow right okay yeah whereas yeah. like instagram's the opposite it's yeah. people you do follow yeah so you can build that community yeah but then you might not get the same awareness what tiktok's giving us so i might post the same click on, on instagram and it might only get five thousand views but yeah. then on tiktok it might get fifty thousand views yeah so i think you have to use them all to their own benefit yeah um yeah. yeah, it's super interesting. It's, yeah, it's fascinating, but it's it's quite difficult. Like, it's a lot. Think, it's yeah. also a lot of work. I mean, yeah. I made a TikTok video recently about my trip to one of the international fairs in Sweden, yeah. and it, it took me ages. And it wasn't massively awards focused. It was more about the trip. And um, I don't know. I have a newfound respect for directors and photographers, and, and you know, not actors, but you know, like people yeah. who actually do these things because because it takes a you have to really think about it and and it doesn't just happen and so yeah, for us you, to do something yeah. behind the scenes we'd really need someone who with an eye to what the viewer would want to see yeah. um and we at the moment we don't really have the resources and we try to do a little bit but sometimes we made a video recently asking you know telling people about how great the awards are and and I it, we, one, it yeah. was like it was yeah. it I mean, it did the job, but it was yeah. utterly rubbish. But you know, and Nikki, poor Nikki, was terrified. Yeah, and there Nikki was, you know, like, yeah. it's. But you know, someone you just gotta, you gotta start somewhere, right? And yeah, um, not worry about it. And I think it's good nowadays because like it doesn't always have to be like polished. It doesn't have no. to be on a. Well, I mean, any nice any publicity camera, is yeah. good publicity, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. like, I was, I, I did wake up in the night saying, "Oh my god, maybe we shouldn't have posted that video." But then I thought, do you know what? Sod it. Yeah. Actually, it's something we've done, and we can laugh about it, and it's fine. And maybe three people saw it and thought, "Okay, those two look a bit weird, but their award sounds really good, so yeah. I'm going to enter it." You know. Yeah, it's just yeah. like taking that away as well, and it is weird talking to the camera, like yeah, yeah like. I don't oh, know. it's done, awful! I've it's, done a few years now, so like, yeah, it's not as bad as as when I started. But when I look back at the first video, I'm like, oh my god, I feel like really awkward. Oh, it's just it is, like, yeah, it's terrible. I did a I did a little clip for the um for IFE. I had to do a little clip, and I basically what I ended up doing was jumping up in front of my phone because then I wasn't standing in front of it. I just you know <laughs> yeah, was launching, it, and out, I looked yeah. like a total tit. But yeah. I thought, well, at least I don't look Can't like a. Be. You've got yeah. you've got you've actually got less than three seconds <laughs> yeah. to get someone to like watch yeah. the whole video. Yeah. And, so like, hopefully someone yeah. thought, what's that idiot doing? I'll watch what yeah, she's up to. If you jump to, in so. for every now and then, it'll yeah. probably keep people more engaged. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. If anyone so. wants to kind of um, follow the kind of free from food awards, I'll find the website. Would you like to share that on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Thank you. So on Instagram, we are free from food awards. That's easy. That's easy uh, yeah. Twitter, we're FF food awards. Um, and our website is freefromfoodawards.co.uk.